Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> it's an interesting thing to wonder. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hey, honey. Hey there. How you doing? I'm good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? It was so great. Yeah, we had some friends come over and had a delicious series of meals and a board game extravaganza. That's right. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. It was like 24 hours of gaming. Yeah, which is like my my utopia. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Lindsay and Chris, they're great friends of ours, and we're so glad that they came over. We went to a play on Friday night, too. Yep. I didn't care for it. Well, you win some, you lose some, right? It actually it wasn't bad. It was good. It it moved me slightly. Um, it just was like maybe not the best writing, but it was a it was a cool topic, I guess. But I'm not going to give any more details about it because I'm not here to promote other people's plays. Like a two out of five. I'll give it a three out of five, but would not go back. <laughs> Well, speaking of reading things on a five system, you got some news for me, Dusty? Oh, yeah. We got three new five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, everybody. Three is a lot. I mean, I feel like you guys did a lot of work this week with your five-star reviews. Take next week off. Don't feel <laughs> don't feel like you have to give us a five-star review. I mean, we'll still appreciate it. We'll still give you a shout-out next week. But you know what? Take next week off. Three is great. We're very happy with it. Let's mark this down on the calendar that this is the first time that Dusty was like, all right, guys, please take yeah. a break. No call to action this week. You guys deserve a <laughs> summer vacation. Um, you know, but next week we'll be back asking you to do it again. But for now, uh, now these people did not pick necessarily easy to read uh, screen names, but I'm just going to do my best. And that's uh, how I like it, folks. The first one is... Hud for six. <laughs> it's H U H D H H F X S X. So not sure how to pronounce that. <laughs> Thank you so much to James twenty seven, and lastly to Aaron in seventy four. We also got an email from Bonnie. She said that she wasn't sure how to do a five star review. But she discovered our podcast just a few days ago, and she's in love with it. And thanks us for doing it. Bonnie in Birmingham, Alabama. We love you. That's so sweet. You can always 
get in touch with us either via email at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com or you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And I'm at Dusty Terrell. It's easy to remember because it's our names. Are we alone? Nearly 400,000 people have signed up for Facebook event to storm Area 51 and, quote, see them aliens, unquote. (laughs) This is written by my colleague Vandana Ravakumar. If you've ever wondered whether we're alone in the galaxy, you're no space oddity. More than 379,000 people have signed up to a Facebook event pledging to raid Area 51 in southern Nevada in an effort to see them aliens, as I mentioned earlier. An additional 396,000 respondents marked themselves as interested on the event page as of this past Thursday night. The page invites respondents to convene September 20th at the Area 51 Alien Center, a combination diner, convenience store, and brothel in Amargosa Valley, Nevada, about 90 miles from Las Vegas. Though the event is months away, social media users have already begun to speculate about what might be inside the highly classified Air Force facility in the Nevada desert. The facility has long been the subject of conspiracy theories, with many speculating that it could be the government's hiding place for secrets about aliens and UFOs. But those hoping for an extraterrestrial sighting might want to look elsewhere. Nevada ranked only 13th in the country for unexplained aircraft sightings. Washington state was first on the list. And as far as aliens go, stranger things have happened. An incident from 25 years ago in which hundreds of people reported seeing UFOs along Lake Michigan remains unsolved. Do you think uh, Washington state has gone up in that ranking since they legalized marijuana? (laughs) It's an interesting thing to wonder. The event's organizers might not be as eager to discover whether the truth is out there, though. One post on the page detailing a game plan for the event included a disclaimer at the bottom. A Facebook user named Jackson Barnes wrote, quote, hello, U.S. government. This is a joke, and I do not actually intend to go ahead with this plan, unquote. Well, that's good, um, because I'm pretty sure the U.S. government has Facebook, so... (laughs) You wanted to, if you wanted to get together some sort of secret plan, that's not the place to to do it. Mm. And they'd probably be real good at just hiding all that stuff. They'll just put it underground. A bunch of people storm on and be like, "Oh, we don't, we don't know it's here." <laughs> Especially because it's a specific date. He ended with saying, "Quote: I'm not responsible if people decide to actually storm Area 51." Well, I think the government will decide whether you're responsible or not. <laughs> this seems like a bad like precedent to state. You can't just uh you can't just have everybody decide that they want to know government secrets. Like what are they going to do next? They're going to rush the Pentagon or anything like that. I mean, you can't, you can't just be busting onto government locations. There's probably like the probably the truth is there's no alien stuff there. There's just a bunch of like secret nuke stuff or something something else <laughs> that the government's hiding from us as much as i want to believe in aliens i think the government will either do a good job of hiding it from us if they don't want us to know or is there's nothing there to find youtube just made it easier to quit your job i'm ready <laughs> This was written by my colleague Jefferson Graham. 
If you want to reach Nick Nimmin online, you'll probably have to pay for the opportunity. Ditto for Brian J. Johnson, the Fine Brothers, and other YouTube stars who regularly post videos. They now engage in Super Chat, a way for fans to jump to the front of the line, ask their question, and get a response for a fee. YouTube began offering the feature in summer 2018 in response to the growing popularity of fan support sites like Patreon. The upshot is that Nimmin and many others are now seeing more money from Super Chat than from ads, the longtime cash cow for YouTubers. Nimmin hosts online tutorial marketing videos about how to master YouTube, and he said that Super Chat, quote, has already become my number one revenue generator, unquote. Jefferson Graham interviewed Nimmin at VidCon, the yearly soiree that attracts about 90,000 online video stars, fans, and the people who make videos for a living, or at least who want to. For anyone out there thinking of quitting the day job, making videos, and posting them on YouTube in the hopes that big views would translate to a six-figure yearly share of the ad revenue, at VidCon, they learned there's another way. YouTube has gotten so big with nearly 2 billion daily views that standing out in the crowd has gotten tougher, which means that while more people are watching YouTube, fewer may tune into your videos. So instead of hoping the advertising will generate the income of your dreams, there are other ways. That was the main point of Neil Moen's speech at VidCon this week. In his keynote speech to creators at VidCon, YouTube chief product officer Moen spent little time talking about the money his network pays out to the creator community each year, their portion of the ad revenue. Instead, he dwelled on the new ways he has come up for them to make additional money, which in turn helps YouTube as another revenue source as well. He said, quote, YouTube has now become a self-sustaining and quite profitable enterprise for creators. YouTube is the new creative economy, unquote. He noted that more than 90,000 channels had used the feature in the past 12 months, with some earning more than $400 a minute. For the viewer, the expansion is a good thing. It could mean fewer obtrusive ads in their videos. If you're a fan of the YouTuber, making more money means they'll probably be induced to make more videos and thus keep the programming coming. YouTube isn't alone in this. Facebook, which has a way smaller share of the creator community due to high hurdles required to share an ad revenue, said this week that it would also offer additional monies beyond the ad share. Facebook creators who need to qualify by having 10,000 followers and 30,000 minutes of videos watched that are at least three minutes long can now get a button asking for tips, which is similar to the Patreon model. Some 100,000 podcasters, video makers, bloggers, and the like will have brought in $1 billion in online payments through the Patreon tip me model by the end of the year, according to the company. Moen's keynote at VidCon came after a rough 12 months for the company, which has been under attack for showcasing too many conspiracy, hate, and fake news videos alongside legitimate work from the folks who attend VidCon. YouTube has responded with a dizzying set of policies to curb such excesses. Moen said, quote, The moves have been more slow than you would like and I would like, but we're making progress. This content has no place on our platform, unquote. He concluded by saying that YouTube owner Google will, quote, continue building and protecting what makes YouTube a vibrant community where everybody has a voice, unquote. And if you want to reach out, there's a fee for that. When is Apple Podcasts going to do something like this, Shannon? We need... <laughs> I'd love some tips. <laughs> well, I think asking for reviews is tip enough for me. Well, it's great, but... <laughs> It's not quite as good as money. Money would be nice. Yeah. Money is always nice. What should our uh, YouTube channel be now about? We call it Middle-Aged Man Does Somersaults, maybe? No. No. Just in the grass? I could just roll around? That's insane. How many views do you think that'll get? 
A billion? Mm, who wants to see that? Who's your target audience? Trust there? me, you'll want to see it. It'll be. It's gonna be miraculous. Spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad that this is just a joke. Disclaimer, <laughs> this is a joke, audience. Maybe. No. <laughs> we got to figure out something, though. We got to figure out some sort of hook. How can we get in on this YouTube cash cow? Because I'm tired <laughs> of just feeding into it. I got to I gotta get something <laughs> out of it. And last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Four children steal car, go on 600-mile joyride. This was in Australia. That's not a joyride. That's a move to another (laughs) state ride. Yeah, that's really far. I mean, the police must be real slow to be able to not catch them in 600 miles. See where Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner honeymooned. I think I'd rather not. Walmart rolls out sale ahead of Prime Day. Capitalism at its best, Shannon. Five great moon movies to see in honor of Apollo 11. I don't recommend anyone go to their search browser and type in moon movie. (laughs) How Keegan-Michael Key plays his Lion King hyena. You You think he's a method actor, so he just like ate out of dog bowls all week and <laughs> I guess hyenas don't really eat out of dog bowls so. no so you think he just ate rotting animal carcasses uh, all week and uh, doubtful do you think he talked to Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> what songs do astronauts listen to in space I assumed they just listened to David Bowie's space oddity over and over again <laughs> Facebook stares down a record-setting fine. That seems fine. (laughs) The best Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox deals for Prime Day 2019. Why why am I saying this to you? You should not have. (laughs) Whitney Houston's hologram will tour in 2020. That's crazy. Is she giving permission to do that? She can't. She's dead, Shannon. It's complicated. Hmm. When I die, you're welcome to continue doing this podcast with my hologram, if you like. (laughs) We'll just do, like, live rerun tapings? Is that the plan? I don't know how you do it, but it'll be further in the future, so there'll probably be a way. Yeah. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News, well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.